Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Kate Berlant. I'm Jacqueline Novak. And this is Poog, an ongoing conversation about wellness between two obsessive friends. Two untamable intellects. This is our hobby. This is our hell. This is our naked desire for free products. This is Poog. Today's topics, loosely speaking, Hats Away, Chris Cooper, Resorts. <laughs> well, today's a very special clue yes. because the cat's away and the mice will play. Yes, they That's will. That's right. They'd have forgot about the recording. So the little hags are here all alone. The little recording. hags. With no no watchful eye. I know. You Without know, a mother's eye, what will happen what to will them? Happen? Will we, what will happen? Will we um, run off the rail? You know, or will I know. we say, What if we go off the fucking rail? Deeply in the rail, you know, out of terror. Um, Train tracks, yes or no? Do you like walking alongside them, weaving onto the rail? You know, do you enjoy that flirtation? The, the third, living in New York for so long, the third rail, the third rail, know, the threat of the third rail was always well. They had an assembly, erotic. wait, because there is none in LA. Like, I mean, there's no, I mean, there are trains there, I guess. And the third rail is how most trains operate. But there was a full assembly in my elementary school, strictly devoted to the third rail. <gasps> 
and warning the children. I guess like there had to have been some serious third world deaths. How could the children even get down there? It's the truth. Yeah. I think. I mean, I guess they're playing, you know, you're showing off. Climbing in the mountain. Yeah. Like heading down the, like they, you know, bust in, like they sneak onto the tracks. But I always thought, well, first of all, I mean, how can there be something exposed? Okay. At all. That's that dangerous. Yeah. That if you touch it, you're dead. Like that's crazy. I know you're begging for it. And that there isn't like a glass tube. You're begging you're for it. You're so right. Please, there should not. You're, that's so funny. And then funny. my other thing about the third rail is like, this is just a thing in my head is that um, I've always thought it would be funny to be a third rail denier. Okay. So like, <laughs> like a Holocaust <laughs> denier. Like I'm like, yeah. you know, it's fake, right? Oh my it God. Won't kill you. No, it's totally fine. Like, just like, like, I think it's a conspiracy theory. I, you, <laughs> you saying that thing about it being exposed, like, yeah, I'm always shocked. People aren't just like dying constantly. I mean, people are dying constantly, obviously. But I mean, like, it's amazing that we go like, yeah, I have this experience where if I'm if I'm in my car and I'm stopped at a light and let's say there's like an old man crossing the street. I'm like, yes. How the hell did you make it this far? God, yeah. Like the miracle of not dying not is dying. so overwhelming to me. And when I see something about, like seeing like a like elderly people or even just someone just casually in their late 50s, which is still young. By all the court, it's like, like, look at that streak. You're like it's, 50 it's years without death. Shocking. Like, like you've like, evaded death every day for 50 years. No, if you created a human, like you were able to create a human today. Right. And you were like, okay, I made this incredible thing. Right. This machine. Yeah. <laughs> and you like send it out in the world. You'd be like watching it. Like it's fucked. Surely it's fucked. Like yeah. it's gonna like, it's like, well, it has intelligence. You know, it doesn't want to die. Usually, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> you know, yeah, allegedly. So you're like, it's still going. Like even like the, the self-aware robot that wants to live is still going. It's like, damn. I was about to just now, as you were saying the robot, I was about to be like, I'm exhausted with AI and the interest yes. in it. And like, but then immediately I was like, no, there is something there. <laughs> I was immediately yeah. like, I wanted to just. No, dismiss. Um, well, there I guess was I'm one exhausted robot. with yeah. AI in film. Oh, well. So we've, we've, we've certainly, you know, we've depleted. <laughs> De- depleted the, the question of what's of the of the soul. Like we've depleted the question of whether or not the robot can love. Also, the it was robot's like, eyes opening and then turning, wow. and then acknowledgement. That's what I was about to be like. I'm bored by that, but I'm like there is something kind of fundamentally. Yeah, that fundamental question. And of course, I'm fascinated by the idea of the devil, right? And I think the devil oh, continues course. to be a, a motif that I'm absolutely invested absolutely. in in my work. Um, completely interested in. So you can't take your eye off. You know that's when. No, that's when he, he gets you. I can't wait for. I know we're thinking about it. I know it's, but we are going to have interstellar poog, and I can't wait. Oh, but right, um, we warned them. I'm going to have to get on that. We have to do that. I have to make a note. There was something you said. Anyway, um, um, said um, off um, air or oh well that too. I do. Okay, so I want to talk about the foods I've been eating late at night, and you have as well. I want to talk about that. You know what I have here? What? What is you hear that? that? Yeah, coffee. It's a La Colombe iced coffee. Wow. Does that have a... Uh, wait, I want to try to guess the milk based on the color. Okay. This, by the way, is a little darker. My ideal tone of yeah. coffee, my ideal color is... I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is that? I like there to be a creaminess, but I still want it to maintain its brownness. Right. Um, you don't want to push over into... Into just such cream. Such milk, such cream. Yeah, I don't want... Like, like honestly... Last year I made the huge revelation that I don't like lattes and that that's lifted that's that elevated me because an iced latte, if you go to a coffee shop yeah. and you watch them prepare an iced latte, you go, 
Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm a so child. So it's a glass of a glass milk. of milk. Yeah. I'm. It's a glass, it's a glass of milk. Of which, milk. by the way, enjoy. I'm. I'm Absolutely not here to degrade a, glass of milk. a latte enthusiast, but I'd go into a store that would sell a glass of milk and open that. Ooh. That'd be nice. All right, go on. The milk shop. Yeah. The milk shop. <laughs> <laughs> I used to. This is the power of advertising. I've always yeah. been completely seduced by advertising. Even as a very young child, I was aware of like mm. its effect on me was so profound. And milk, like the got milk ads and also mm. whatever was being pushed there in the nineties for milk mm-hmm. worked on me, got in mm-hmm. me, got in my bones, no pun intended so deeply <laughs> that I would want to drink a glass of milk after school. And it was almost like national, it was like a nationalist impulse within oh, me that completely. somehow to like be strong and be like a good kid and be a good student. Like I needed to drink a, a big glass of milk when I got home no, from they, school. They, yeah, there is a, it's like, it's like brand. It's, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always Protestant for you. It's hysterical. It always goes back to a Protestant um, ethos. Yeah. Yeah. God. I remember I, I probably talked about some poog. I don't know, but we had skim milk in, um, which I thought was skin milk as a young child, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was like, it, uh, and then I remember I had, I think 2% at my friend's house one day and it was a, it was a goddamn revelation. Yeah. Can you imagine oh, tasting from that? skim to two? Can't imagine. And going like, and realizing skim was water the whole time. Oh yeah. Skim milk is blue. Yes. It's like, it's, it's, it's blue water. Exactly. I, um, cause as you know, I don't have a dairy allergy, although I do mostly <laughs> dabble in one. dairy milks. Right. <laughs> um, oh, right. We never get to the milk. I mean, what is it? Oat? This is oat milk. Yeah. Which okay, I, yeah, I, I, feeling, as I everyone knows I'm trying to get off of it. Right. Um, right. I, for a long time making my own milks. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and then I bought store-bought Oatly and I was like, oh, who cares? You know, throw health out the window. We're, we're going to get into it. Oatly. I'm sorry. Wait, what's it's the not good carrageenan? You should not be drinking it every day. Is it carrageenan or the oat milk themselves? It's the palm oil. Yeah, right, yeah it's right. all that. It's a highly processed food is the truth. I'm mm. sorry. It's devastating. And so I, but listen to me, I bought some whole milk. Mm. Unreal. Mm. The color of it too. The red. There is nothing like it. Because I, I associate it's, the red as, God, I forgot about this in kindergarten. It was like some, it was like, so in kindergarten, there was like the snack period or whatever. And they'd bring in this like, you know, tray of milks. Okay. The little milks and the little so mini cute. cartons. And there were red ones and blue ones. Okay. And, and I think I was, a, <laughs> and I, I think it was, a, I think I was a blue one. I think blue was skim and red was whole. And I was just used to skim at home. My mother used to also do a thing. This is like, again, why I think I'm permanently dehydrated. Which is like, so, you know, there's two things I feel it was never modeled for me. I've never heard her ask for water. Okay. (laughs) But, but but like in someone's home, but she used to, um, first of all, water down orange juice, like, like pour a little orange juice in a thing in a glass and then just like with the faucet, fill it up. It was almost like this idea, like. I mean, it was almost an ant- an early anti-juice, an understanding of juice as sugar. It's very anti-juice behavior. Yeah, and it was sort of like, whoa. And it was almost this like, thing like like where she's just like, oh, well, I hate like the density of juice. So, But then she would also like be like, oh, let me get you a glass of water. And then she would fill it up like a third of the way. <laughs> like a small glass, a tumbler. Yeah. Isn't that bizarre? It's funny that we both have kind of dehydrated mothers, but <laughs> what does that mean? But wait, milk... God damn it. There's something about milk. Sorry, you were talking about whole. Like I, I took us away. I got really no, excited. No, it's fine. Just I should revelation have taken of whole. But just, yeah, whole milk. And oh, this is what I was going to say that my my mom, about advertising and that my mom, mm. you know, a child of the 40s, mm. her mm-hmm. belief in milk mm. and meat, but like milk. And I remember from a young age almost, she, she was like, 
osteoporosis, strong bones, mm. milk. And then I guess I was, was in a young age, but I started being like, you know, milk, actually, dairy, it's actually kind of not true, right? That's a, that's like an advertising. Oh you're, you're, this is like a, right. this is what you've learned from advertising. And we kind of got into it. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, but I really yeah. wanted to, I was trying to f- tell her that like, that's just not true. And, um, well, her belief right. in milk and milk as, as calcium and bone as calcium and protein, which is true. There's more protein in a glass of milk than there, than there is in a glass of oat milk. I mean, essentially, you know, oat milk right. is less healthy than a glass How of milk. How can oat milk have any protein? Oh, I know. It's right? freaking oats it's in there. Oat. I mean, I guess, wait, but how do you get calcium other is calcium one of those ones that you know how they're like you have to eat a banana for your potassium and it's like no actually you could get it from spinach you you banana hog (laughs) calcium as i I believe super prevalent in greens wow um and sesame seeds tahini wow sesame there's like so much calcium in tahini i want to just write a love letter to tahini Mm, god Mm. yeah when you realize when you realize the hummus was tahini the whole time I know. I mean, I don't know if that's even true, but I feel like I had a moment dragging a pickle through a hummus <laughs> where it was like my friend got this jar of tahini and we just started dipping things in it. And I would t- wait, is there tahini in hummus? Am I dead wrong? Do you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, I, you can have a pure chickpea hummus. I'm humiliated right now. But don't be. Um, you typically I wouldn't if I were making an at home hummus. Right. I Tahini would be glorious in there. Right. But, but you don't usually know yeah. the creaminess is just there. You'll add some olive oil, perhaps. Mm. Oh, God, I'm maybe hungry. Maybe it's Jewish. I'm looking at it because I, I Googled it and it's going classic Jewish recipe. And that's maybe that's where I'm getting it from. What does tahini. Are you not into baba ganoush? <laughs> I, okay, adore the cold round flavors of baba ganoush. Okay. Absolutely. And yet okay. sometimes. I knew there was something here. I you. get yeah. with eggplant, itchy mouth, itchy mouth. Okay. And because I have other allergies, yeah. I'm like, is this, am I progressing the allergy with every taste yeah. and moving it forward towards full blown anaphylaxis? Well, guess what? You know, I talk about edging in relation to allergies. I, oh, right. Pineapple. Okay. So <laughs> no bananas a little bit, but I eat them all the time. Walnuts. But oh. I earlier in the year, was it three years ago due to COVID all time has collapsed, yes. but I, ate a cookie from Erewhon that had an almond flour based chocolate chocolate chip cookie. My mouth starts to itch. The next day it's still itching. It's red on the inside. No. Folks, I go to the doctor because I'm scared. My tongue feels a little bit larger. Yeah. I get there, they go, you have to go to the ER. What? Because if your tongue continues to expand, it's going to block your windpipe. You're going you're gonna to die on the ground. Absolute sheer terror. My, my lower stomach just seized I with terror. I was alone in Glendale, which is already very hard. And I proceeded to call my call 14 people. I went, I drove myself to the goddamn ER and it's, I was completely fine, Yeah. but just being there and the narrative of I'm at the ER, I started to get completely woozy. I kind of limped up to the window oh my God, and Terrifying. said, my, they're going to tell me my, my tongue is going to expand. I'm not going to be able to breathe. And they're like, can you breathe? And I said, yes, but I soon might not be able to. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And then yes. I went, my mother came Thank God. And I was laid down. They intravenously, no, intravenous, intravenously yeah. gave me steroids mm. and I was fine. But uh, wait, I have something to say. Well, two yeah. things. One. OK. Theta has arrived. Story was not well told. Theta has arrived <gasps> or, or she's oh. waiting to be let in. We'll let her in okay. in a second because I want to okay. I don't want to break um the thought the thought. Yeah. OK. But there's two things about um the allergy thing. Oh, I once heard this story from this 
this man that that he was in a doctor's office with some kind of issue. Maybe it was, I don't think it was allergy though. It was some kind of reaction to something. Maybe it's like, and the doctor was like, saw what was happening and was like, in a couple seconds, you're not going to be able to breathe. Okay. And he's like, what? And then he couldn't breathe. And the doctor like took out a scalpel and just like, no tracheotomy made him no. like, like with a single like, like lifted up this, like a sword and just like just like opened up his throat and like tracheotomy is trach also in film i hate that that exists like trach doing a you know back alley trach in film in action movies like oh we got to trach him quick with a pen that whole spirit oh God, i don't think i've seen that but i oh, hate it's that sensational like i want us all to learn to all to know and then the wait I, there was something damn it i was dying to tell you about oh osteo <sighs> The osteo question, you know, the we almost have to go to break, but we, we do can bring an osteoporosis into the conversation as you bring Theta. And back. what'll be fun is as we'll bring Theta and go, we're just finishing up our first fifteen. It'll be radical. Do you remember what the vitamins were? There were little chocolate squares. This is also my mother. Calcium. Viactive. Viactive. Yes. The calcium and chews. There's like candy cast calcium chews. And I remember yes. also it's like an, my early interest in kind of like food as like what was poison or something. Yes. <laughs> Cause I remember being like, I don't think that's really calcium. And she was really hell bent on goddamn Viactive and the Viactive chews were, chews, yeah. were a permanent presence chews in the home. As a, as a noun is funny. A chew. Like chewing vitamins. Like yeah. if you go to an Chewables. adult, if you, an adult who's insisting on chewable vitamins, an adult who has gummy vitamins in their home. Well, by the look, way, I look I, into the, look I, into still the camera. Love, Kate. They you're looking deserve. at one right now. <laughs> I was trying to figure the best way to say it. Like you're, well, you're staring into the, the eyes of one right now. What chews do no, you I have? I actually don't right now. Okay. But I, I, there have been periods in my life where I go like it's, you know, swallowing supplements is kind of exhausting. Um, you know, as someone who doesn't drink enough water, it, it, it's like, it's quite a challenge to take yeah. all those sips. And so there've been times where I'm like, if they were chewy, if I was able to have a bag of gummy bears where each one was an individual supplement, right? Yes, of course. I put lived together, in a dream world. Be a dream. However, you know, I began researching and they're all filled with sugar. availability. It's absolute hell. Okay. We gotta go. We gotta go. Oh, and that too. Yeah. All right. Let me, um, okay. We'll be right back. All right. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. 
Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, and we're back, and we're going to let Theta in and let her know what has occurred. Or do we prank her and pretend we haven't started yet, and then start, and then go, we're done! Oh my God! See what I'm saying? After two, I think, I think she'll be really no, proud. We got to tell we her. Did, we did her first segment. Here she comes, Theta America. So, hey Theta. So, um, you'll be thrilled to know that we just wrapped th- our just first wrapped fifteen, the first and we let the people know that. And now we've just started. We're thirty seconds into the second one. We told the people they know that you're coming in. We let you in. The excitement, the thrill. Um, welcome. The mice were away. <laughs> The cat was away and the, the mice, mice did away. play. Yeah. Um, and we and boy did we play. Oh, Theta. Theta, we're cooking. It's all good. We're it's flying. Fine. Okay, great. Okay, so back so, to back to osteoporosis. Um, yes. Oh, oh, they I have an anecdote. Yeah. I've probably told you this. This is one of those like things that has stuck in my head ever since I heard it. You know how like you always hear about old people like breaking their hip? Okay. Of course. That's one of my greatest fears. Yeah, they they fall and break their hip. This was and the then biggest. it all goes to hell because the bone breaks and releases toxins into their system. No. I think that's what it is. Damn. Okay. It's that the bones have like well, 80 years of poison in them and then it breaks and it like, t- it, I, I, I mean, no, no. hey, look well, it up. I don't have time, no, but I think that's absolutely. what it is. Absolutely. Okay. That's interesting. Well, what I was going to say was this was the anecdote stunned me. Okay. Or the sort of ver- verbal flip. They go, they didn't fall and break their hip. Their hip broke, and so they fell. Take oh, that no. in for a minute. Take that in for a minute. Oh, no. I thought we were going to be like, they're pushed by an angel. I didn't know what you were saying. Um, that is so... Do you... So you see, like, the weakness of the bone. Oh, my gosh. Talk about chicken or the egg. Yeah, talk about chicken or the egg. And, and, yeah, they're not all just slipping and falling on their hip. I mean, it's like, that's why it's a thing. They're they're shattering. And I know that there's a kind of osteo thing and at least genetically somewhat in my family i know that my mom osteopenia or something it's not osteo whatever but yeah i've got yeah something's going on there for me too halfway and i'm wondering if i'm so you got a strength train doing enough oh well i just i just read something late in the night in addition to strength train are you ready yeah you pound the bones themselves they get stronger okay shut up so think of a martial arts uh person pounding on the wood okay like with their with the side of their hand, boom, 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 or their shin or their elbow. Pound it's your not own bones. Just, it's not. It's not just that they finally figure out how to, you know, maneuver their chi. Okay, to break the the wood, the bone gets stronger. 
Okay, there's micro tears and then a honeycomb structure forms just like a muscle. So it's a similar thing to a muscle, but with the bone and you get these stronger bones. So you can strengthen your bone, okay, through pounding it. And I'm starting to think. That's crazy. I'm listening. I'm interested. Theragun on the bone. Honeycomb. By the way, honeycomb like derailed me. You said honeycomb and then I was like honeycomb and. Thinking about honey? Thinking about honey nonstop now. But yeah. Well, um, yeah, it's always been big for you. Um, you're always about physical manipulation. I can't help it. Um, which I love about you. You bring that to the table. And yet I also, I also feel that, you know, you know, everything health wise starts in the, on the energetic plane. And, you know, if you could nip it right. in the bud there, then further downstream, it won't land in the flesh is the, is the, is the promise that they, um, you know, the promise of the, the healing world, the spritzes you know, and the, the spritzes and such just to derail us never, um, or go somewhere always. new, yeah. not new, but I had kind of a, I'm realizing something about myself and this is also deeply Pugian yes. and potentially threatening the very thesis of Pug itself. But I'm realizing for myself mm. I, of course, as we all know, have an addiction to thinking, right? Mm -hmm. Me too, me too, me too. Um, the disease of perception runs deep for me, et cetera. I cannot continue mm. to have epiphanies. Mm. I think my reliance on epiphanies is really this damaging. Is quite simply actually. huge. I'm sorry. This is quite simply huge. I know, I know. Okay, and this I'm is big. And I'm like, I don't really know what to do anymore because I... Mm seek epiphanies. I seek them out. I work mm -hmm. my way into them. I have totally. them. I have this kind of, you know, experience. I'm suddenly released from something. And you know, this is, is one of my closest free, friends. Free I'm you. constantly searching for when the, I free the, you, it's a, it's a by proxy. The new truth. You free me. I'm it's looking to, into people's epiphany. eyes. Free me, free me. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, and it's, it's not as simple as, Oh, I have to free myself. No, it's that we'll never get out. No, no. Right? I so wasn't like, making that point. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying that like my epiphanies and the way I'm like, I got it. This is what it is. Right. Totally. Like, and of course that like, <sighs> I, I, <sighs> well, we're addicted to that and you and me are addicted to that. And that's why Poog, that is why the thesis of Poog, that's Poog. is no, continuous that's Poog epiphanies. Is. Right. Or the, the promise of these epiphanies. And like, and even in this, yeah. even in my yeah. acknowledgement of no more epiphanies, <gasps> oh, it's that happening in, right now. And I didn't even notice right. either. So I, I didn't even, even get out. Either. I know. I'm like, I'm like, this is what it is now. But my, I mean, as I think I've said, I'm Poog. My therapist literally told me to go to therapy less, which is just unbelievable. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a real sensational because she yeah, was like, that's a real you're a processing. Yeah. You're you like, I am addicted to processing. I overprocess. And then it's a new, here, here's what it is. Finally got to the bottom of it. Actually, the whole time I thought it was this, it's actually this. Right. Okay. And then I, yes, white knuckle grip onto it. Yep. I feel it slip through my fingers and then that leads to despair. And what I actually have to do is kind of go, there actually are no epiphanies. Yes. The ambiguity and the, you know, yes. living in the gray learning to live with the discomfort and then not knowing that is, well, that is, you know, that's the true spiritual path, right? That's what, uh, that's why we meditate, right? Ideally is to no longer, um, it's just to, to sit and feel it. that we have to whiten up knuckle grip. No, no, this, I mean, it's, it's pretty stunning because it actually kind of does reveal, cause this is my, I mean, this, this is my absolute same profound issue. It's like, you know, we share certain things and we different, I mean, 100%, my absolute issue is trying to think my way out of everything, believing I yep. can think my way out of everything, I know, everything. Same. believing that I can, and this was a big depression thing for me, searching for the right metaphor for my depression so that once I locked on the right one, then the metaphor would reveal the answer. You know, like if, mm -hmm. if, if depression is like, is a, is, is a wave rocking up the beach then go further upstream, you know, it's like, oh, right, if right. depression is, is a uh, sand eroding, then run into the ocean. Fuck. You know, like, which is it? Right. <laughs> yeah. Scrambling, scrambling. So it's like, it's like scrambling for it. 
you get a brief lift, of course, you know, similar to the skincare product. That's why I would almost argue that for you and me, okay, having epiphanies around skincare, right? Mm. Believing in the next product is actually for us a healthier expression of that same like mechanism in us than doing it for our lives. So once again, right, right. But yeah, epiphanies, the satisfaction of epiphany. For me, an epiphany is the sudden belief. I always think of it as spiritual or psychological dollar signs. It's the same thing. For me, it's like, it's like just like a cartoon character, like dollar signs in their eyes. It's like, it's like I have it with like, oh, I figured out how to not experience pain. If I can just remember to blah, blah, blah. If I can, I used to feel this way about the Joy Luck Club. Are you familiar? The film? I've never seen it. And I believe this has come up. (gasps) Oh, you're gonna love it (laughs) you're gonna love it it's um every time i watch the joy luck club i feel that i understand life at the end and i'm like this is why i have to remember to watch the joy luck club monthly you know Mm. and then nine years go by i know and i'm like oh i did it again i forgot to watch the joy luck club i know i know (laughs) but the belief that i can hold in my head yeah the feeling what do you, the feeling of walking out of a theater? Let's just take a second with that. <gasps> oh, up, oh, up the oh. up the angle. Now I know it's changed a lot because now with stadium seating. Well, now you know, it's over. No, no <laughs> theaters, but no, no. But there's and that's the thing. That's why we so the children is that when you when the credits mm-hmm. roll, mm-hmm. you turn to the person next to you, mm-hmm. you get your bag, and you walk out, and you've been transformed, yes. and you have the new life lessons, and you go, and now, and you walk into the cold light of day yes. and you are the, the you are absolutely reborn you've been baptized the belly of the beast that is the darkness of the theater the communal baptism that we no yeah. longer have mm. and i'm sorry marvel ain't gonna baptize actually that's not fair that's kind of um, Occasionally, actually marvel can i, I want to say yeah i want to take that back yeah but well i've never been baptized in the in the cold waters of marvel because i've right. never seen a marvel movie here i go again it sounds like i'm really you know i'm really degrading the janus, that the janus again. i think we yeah it's fine you know i've also softened to sports okay? right right people need we need god however we're gonna get it okay? yes 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 but <laughs> i just that that well that feeling yes and that to me is so directly tied to youth yes it feels like when you're you know, when you're, and you know, to be forever youthful, you know, when you go into a movie, you, you are yes, the child you're back in the fetal. And of course, I'm not the, you know, we all know this, the, 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 the movie theater, the darkness as fetal yeah. space, right? Yes. Absolutely. As kind of, you know, and to finally be silenced. I mean, that's why we go to movie theaters. To finally oh, be silenced. You mean I don't have to talk. I don't get to talk for an hour and a half. Oh, what a relief. Can and you also, imagine? Oh, I can see. A relief you don't even know you want. And then, and then also the, the entraining of the brain, like take my brain away, please. And carry it along a path. For the love of God, get it out. I can out. merely observe. Where I can merely observe. I can exist as pure awareness. The goal of uh, meditation, dare I say. Okay. D- don't you find. Yeah. I'm sorry. Now I'm like, have I ever been in a movie theater watching a movie, even if I don't like the movie? Mm-hmm. I'm very rarely still processing my own bullshit. It really kind of goes away. I know. Isn't that unreal? I know. And that's where the popcorn sales. I'm like, I'm never there watching. Going. That's why oh God. popcorn sales are enough to sustain AMC. <laughs> you know, yeah, like they only, yeah. you know, they make their money yeah. on the popcorn. <laughs> See, this is like, like hips don't break, or no, like people don't break their hips. Hips break. You know, they make their money on popcorn. People. Our favorite, like uh, our, fa- our favorite, like you know, those facts or whatever that are like, well, you know, well, you know, mm. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the popcorn's actually. <laughs> Um, no, but do you remember? Because for me, like the theaters of my childhood, you know, were were ge- generally. Even the big, quote, multiplex were an aisle down the center. And so you were baptized and then 
and then you you go into the central aisle. You 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 fall in, you weave zipper style with the people, and the slow procession up, okay, yeah. to the back of the room, and then yeah. the you know the kind of. Also, let's get real. The garbage cans are simply not big enough. I've just realized it. <laughs> it's simply not big enough. You're what, always you mean, resting. No, you're when you're placing your popcorn in the trash on the way out of the theater. You're literally always resting it atop atop the garbage can. Like you're you're balancing it. You know, when you have to balance trash. Wait, okay. I want to understand why am I struggling? You know, in New York City, like you have to balance like trash on top of trash. Like, like yes, of course, because like, it's the suggestion overfull. of a trash can. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right, right. You like delicately balance it and run away, okay? <laughs> believing like <laughs> believing you've done your part by balancing it. Truly, the yes, yes. It's like okay, like so. If I'm in the front of the theater, I am guaranteed not to be able to drop my thing in the trash bag. It's just, anyway, so the experience to so go up. So then I, I place my popcorn in the thing, and then to me, you've been transformed. Okay, this is key. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Transformed in the darkness, and and the yes, the images the were completely controlled. You know, someone's vision, whatever. Yes. And then you emerge, and and what what fills your your view? That carpet, that yeah, pattern, yeah. crazy pineal bossy. gland, yeah, <laughs> carpet. You know, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Like those yes. weird specific movie theater. It's so designed, and it's like it's so like neurologically. So, yes, and it's locked implanted. in because yeah. it's like that's the thing I've looked at. You're right. As you stroll out, and your own feet, and your own feet. God, and the back and the backs of people, and then the search for the bathroom. It's like immediately becomes oh. physical again. And then the body returns immediately. Wait. And you have to pee and you go the body in. Returns, and, yeah. and there's something so, co- that communal experience of waiting in line in the bathroom and everyone else has been transformed by the same yes. movie. But Someone's no one's really talking chatter. about it. Or you hear kind of the distant chatter. Well, yeah. I thought. Mm. Yeah. Well, I but it's thought. Like, yeah. But it's something yeah. really profound, locking eyes with a stranger. Like I remember when I saw Big Fish when I was like 15 or whatever. Yes. And like a big weeping deal. and weeping. like, weeping. you know, and then like being this kind of quiet acknowledgement of like, we're all going to die. Oh, no. You're, Kate, Yes. Well, you know, I, I and again, I fear I've said it on Pook, but when I saw American Beauty with a friend and like oh, yeah. and like the credits rolled and, and like we were like, yes, OK, or something or like whatever. And like literally someone behind us just goes, oh, no, they go, no, meaning what? Like, like no to the whole film. Like, they no, because no. like, and like Kevin Spacey's like, you know, it ends like like and one day you'll know what I mean or whatever. Oh, you right, know, right, like, right. You'll, you'll see. Know, you'll see. Isn't it? You'll see. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely see. something in that. In there, like it was almost like, no, we won't like, like, and it was just like, and I was like, you know, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. Kind yeah, of feeling. Of course, me too. I was like, I'm I mean, finally an and adult. I stand by it. You know, like I understand I, pain now. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Like, I was like, I can finally have a conversation with my father. <laughs> I was like, you know, I felt, it made me feel like an adult. What year was that? Anyway, who cares? Keep going. And like really deeply, never, 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 like until like I feel like 10 years later, I understood like American Beauty is the name of a kind of rose. Oh, no, I didn't know. I was just like, <laughs> well, we mean Mina Suvari, right? You know what but I, I feel? Like- My insistence, the way that I loved Chris Cooper in that film, <laughs> yes. I feel like was teenage misogyny that I, w- I was unable yes. to even admit how transcendent Annette Benning was because I needed Completely. to somehow prove my mastery over film or something that uh, i was so you, elevated that is, i could see past the women this is no, you know, no, no it's so Kate, fucked up this is exactly it this is exactly it i feel the same <laughs> i was like chris cooper blew me away i was 16 <laughs> years old what the no, fuck me too kate kate me too okay thora birch i was like i was like well i you know i can't take thora birch as seriously as i would take kevin spacey no, liking chris so cooper sad. and knowing chris cooper's yeah. name was yeah. a serious oh, point of status for me at 19 or whatever is- We've never discussed this because that was. I know. Huge I cannot believe we never discussed it. It was. It was like. Well, you know who's. Well, like you know who's really incredible. 
Chris Cooper. Chris Cooper. Yeah, like, like it Him would be utter humiliation. Yeah. For, like, if we were complimenting the teenage characters, you know, like, if we were cont- contemplating, like, and, and loving them, like, that wouldn't prove to others. Yeah, it had to be, like, a man, like, an older man. Even Annette. I wasn't, I didn't praise Annette. No, Annette totally. Benning is... And, I mean, remember when mm. she, um, God, when she smells the husband's clothes? Oh, <gasps> I mean, when she collapses in the closet yeah. and and pulls in them, and the against. hangers down. That is, I just got chills. I know up the back of the spine, folks. It is also. I just want to quickly note a moment in Six Feet Under. Yes, I won't. I won't <laughs> give any plot points away. But there's a moment of Brenda sinking to her knees yes. in grief, holding on to another character. I that is. In fact, I, I refuse to speak on it. Actually, I'm just going to let it to kind of dwell in that silence. How, no, right. <laughs> no, right, right. Let it mean what it means. It's 16. We're 16. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go to break uh, and, and we're just uh, we continue. I'm, I'm really having fun. I feel like there's more in the movie theater. I'm not ready to leave, but we'll oh, see. No, no, we can go back. We can, we can leave and come back. All right. See you in a theater. second. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time, absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunphys. 
the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household, in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Is there anything more alone? Okay, is there any more experience of one's own interiority okay. than leaving the theater to go to the bathroom during the film and returning? You've That's left so the group. brilliant, Jacqueline. <laughs> oh my God, and you've brought this up before. You, it was one of those oh, beautiful things you've ever said to me. Yes, yes. that is so profound. The when you leave the moment, of, oh, I could cry. The moment of solitude when you leave, it's a two-person dinner. Yeah. When it, or I guess there could be other people, but for yeah, me, right. it's about oh, it's the two-person dinner person. for me too. And you get up, you go, and then you are in the bathroom mirror looking at yourself. You have that private moment, wash yes. your hands, yes. and then to return. Yes. And like, that's actually, that is the ultimate model for intimacy. You, you have to get up and go to the bathroom. Right, because do you, because the question for me is always, am I maintaining in the bathroom Am I maintaining the usness, the sense of us? Right. Am I? Oh, God. Okay. Am I carrying it through the bathroom? Am I almost holding my facial expression in a similar tone <laughs> to the one I had did at the table? Or do you just you drop? You get up, you turn and you drop. Immediately. Or the drop and how quick you drop is is like like the cruelty of, of the drop. Like, I mean, I think we talked about this about like, you know, walking away from people. I carry the <laughs> I carry the. <laughs> Facial expression of the last little like charming laugh. Yeah, the quip for fear. So you turn your four paces. You you hold four the paces. smile. <laughs> but then it's gotta go. Then do you ever perf- <laughs> do you ever perform the drop as a way to? Because I found myself to a others? couple times perform the drop. No, to myself. Like oh. maybe you're having a little small talk with someone. It's kind of a professional right interaction. <laughs> well, I know. Well, well, well. I'll see you tomorrow. You turn and you drop <laughs> it almost immediately as a private recognition that that wasn't you. Oh, brilliant. Absolutely. Because I find myself doing that or a continuation. I personally, I'm imagining myself at the two-person dinner. My impulse is to carry right. the conversation into the bathroom and to remain white in there. White knuckle grip. It's white knuckle grip. I have the white knuckle grip. I don't want to lose because it. Because you're experiencing the ecstasy of intimacy and you you don't want to lose it. How do you feel about goodnight, text yeah. in the car immediately after is, is another, like, that's a new thing. Wait, wait. The- so like two people get in cabs, okay? Oh, Yeah. They're kind of like, well, I'll text you in one second. Like, cause like, like it's a way of putting off the, the goodbye. Like I'll just, I'll continue it now. I'm always guilty of checking in too often, you know, and same thing with arriving, you know, leaving now five minutes away, pulling up, parking. Oh By the way, yeah. Never yeah. late. Never late. If I'm two minutes late, I'm right. You know, circling the block. It's like, and similarly the leaving, it, it's so much more romantic to just have it. But post, but there is something about. It's kind of interesting when you leave a conversation or or like spending time with someone, you leave, you go away. And then sometimes like the person texts you like or you text them. Well, I guess I can only say it this way. The person texts you like about one specific point from the meal. That was the exact thing you were also still sort of stuck on or felt was a weird yeah. moment, you know, like or like a moment that got like kind of got fucked up. Like like you said something, they received it poorly, then the food came, then it was distracted. And you're just like mm-hmm, deciding whether mm-hmm. or not to draw attention to the moment after the fact. I'm pretty big on drawing attention. Yes. And I, I just, I don't want to forget because I want to go back because yeah. it's one of the most stunning things I've ever heard, ever articulated. What you Wait, said what? about going to the bathroom alone oh. in the movie and that that's, that's actually the most, that's the most myself I've ever felt or the most I've never, if I could just hold on well, here, to that interiority, yes. as yes. you said, and also that feeling of 
of selfhood and of independence and yet remaining held within the social container yes. of still being at yes. the movie. You're so protected because God. everyone's in there. And it's yes. also this feeling of, you know, where everyone is and you, and you also, totally. it's the direct experience of knowing heaven. where you're going to return. You're leaving for a yes. moment and you, you have absolute, you're, there's no way you're going anywhere it's, else except back into to that God, seat. First of all, like, I mean, yeah. like, like maybe life is, is the trip to the bathroom, you know, oh. like, and your soul, your soul knows, your soul knows where, that you get to return. But like, here's the other thing, like, I was, as you're saying, I'm like, okay, there's something also about the, the selfhood feeling more pronounced and sacred and actually kind of like lovely. I don't hate myself when I go to the bathroom in the mirror. I mean, I mean, in the movie, right? There's something, there's yeah. something about myself that they feel sacred. And I think it's because this is, this is like, let's say it's 200 people in the theater. It's like, you know, that their brains are all currently entrained on this one experience. You're missing it. Yeah. And yet, but you, but you're, there's something you're not missing, which is you're the only person, let's say you feel that you're, sometimes you can tell, I mean, it's like if it's a small theater, you literally <laughs> you know you're the you. only one, you know, yeah, you're the yeah. only one not in there. Right. And you're like, they're all thinking and experiencing the same thing, like somewhat, you know what I mean? Like they're all containing yeah. this thing and I am not, I am one of them. Like, it's like, like, you also get to be like this hero kind of like, like, like this individual who yes, like yes. is briefly broke not. Away. Yeah, bro- <laughs> <laughs> you were, broke you, you away. broke away and yet you still belong to the group. Let's not even get started on the liminality of that place. Oh. That is the ultimate, <laughs> not, not me. You are not right. in the theater, but you're not, not in the theater. Are you still God. seeing the movie? Of course you're still seeing the movie, but you're not seeing the movie in that moment. God, you have, you have retained and insisted upon your own individuality. And yet you still completely belong to the group. Oh my God. Wait, how do you feel about silence out in the lobby versus music out in the lobby during that experience? Cause, cause, or out, oh. in, the, out in the, or the walk the, past the walk to the bathroom, all, walk past, well, walking past the closed doors of other theaters. It's so cute. Other it's movies. literally children other asleep movies. in their beds. Yes. <laughs> and like when you hear, when you hear also the little bit of the clamoring, oh, an action movie, right? Or oh you hear my the God. like, that is the, that, I mean, talk about cozy. The coziest that feel feeling in the cozier. world. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> And you know, that, like in those moments, they're experiencing like that, those gunshots or whatever, or like those explosions on the screen mean something to those people in the theater. And they don't know it's no, it's the din of the of the parents downstairs. It's God. It is. Yeah, um, it's the party happening downstairs and you're asleep in your bed. Oh, my God. It's um, it's it's like, no, it's voices floating up. It's but the darkness like like. Oh, and then I was going to say, I think it might also feel in a way I feel like that walk to the bathroom is the closest experience we have to what it might feel like to be a ghost walking the surf. I, I was hoping you were going to say to die. <laughs> well, like, there's definitely that's a the death closest feeling. To death. Yeah. Like that's the closest to death I've ever come because in, if you're a ghost, <laughs> yeah, if you're a ghost, <laughs> yeah, if you're a ghost mm. and you're among, okay, you're, it's the same thing because if you're a ghost among living people, Right. Yeah. Hundreds of them. Let's say you're walking down the street in New York City as a ghost. OK, <laughs> they are all experiencing and, in, you know, entrained the same movie, to this one level of reality, same movie, yeah, which yeah. is life on Earth. Yeah. And you are witnessing it, aware of it, aware of their entrainment, know what they're looking at. But you are you are in those moments, not a part of it. Yeah. Damn. Got it. God, that's good. Oh, God, sh- that's fucking good. God, that, I want to if we can identify these these kinds of liminal see it's it's not because it's not just a, you know there's too much here it is 
Okay, folks, <laughs> an epiphany to save Here us, Kate. See, look, yeah. my, I was getting spiritual dollar signs, which to me means it's the same thing as someone picturing the widget, you know, then they produce one million and they'll oh, look at the money they'll have. I started to go, we got to do this more. We got to find more moments like this. We can find more moments like this. I know, no, trust me, Jacqueline, in these last moments, I was like, well, here's a book. There's a book in here. And then yes. I was like, and I was like, and here comes, the, I was like, <laughs> This is film. This is cinema. How, well, how can I express this? I'm like, you're already expressing it. You're actually in right. the microphone. Yes. This is, you are expressing the, the idea is here. It's never enough. I, I need more. And I, I and I'm, and again, I'm grasping. Oh, wait, there was an epiphany that not a major oh, yeah, one. You had oh, one. I know what it is. Right. They always say they're fools. They're fools. Okay. Say so go to your happy place. Okay. Now that's like Ooh. a cliche, you know, like, like, it's like a meditative sort of guided meditation. Oh, you mean just generally? Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Well, like go to your, like you know, like close your eyes, go to a place that's comfortable for you. Go to the beach. I'm like the beach is so loaded and the beach is so exactly. stressful. Exactly. The beach. Like like the waves. There's some emotion, kind of. There's some calm emotion. Going to the beach is hell. Well, right. Arguably one of the most stressful experiences. The bags the and stuff. getting there and packing the bags and who and and all of that and the sand and the heat and the like. I have to shower. You know, it's like the walk to and from the journey the to bags. the car, the oh, the literal impossibility of cleaning your feet. It's not possible. If There's you go to the beach, the hosing off your feet situation and then you have to move. You have to move and homes. then drying them. And there's there's no. And every time I think I'm going to beat the system. I know with the, with the washing my feet. OK, well, see, I'm going to wash my flip flops off first. OK, like so I'm going to hose those down and then I'm going to hose my feet down and step into the wet flip flop. Then you start walking away. The wetness Gravel. pulls the sand. <laughs> okay, pulls, in, pulls in the sand. Yeah, and then but the parking lot, the, the parking lot. Oh yeah, just the heat. Let's, you know, it'd be nice a shaded path to the beach because <laughs> you know the water's there at the end of your journey, and that's nice. Yeah, but like the walk to the beach shouldn't be hot as hell. Like, do you have any idea how bad they want to go on a tropical vacation with you? <laughs> oh my god! Well, it's and I'm all just gonna I'm say that in. now. I want like who do we Travelocity orbits? Yeah, we're talking yeah. directly to you. Hotels.com. Yeah. We're, ding dong, we're here. I want to go. I want to go to the beach with you. They, they all have, you know, they have from moderate pricing to high-end resorts. And resorts are classically a hellish experience. I'm obviously enjoying the White Lotus on HBO, the new Mike White. But I just want to say that a resort with you would be heaven. And I just want to say this right now for those listening, we'll share the suite. We'll share the suite. We'll share the suite. We don't need our own rooms. I want the deluxe. <laughs> okay. Yes. In fact, Kate doesn't want her own room. <laughs> he wants to lay <laughs> holding hands. Okay. You're right. I don't want my own room. Staring be... into each other's eyes. As the Separating eyes from you at the end of the night. Yeah. Like hell, hell on no. earth. <laughs> Wait. The, oh, oh, but the happy place, my only realization was it. Sorry. Yeah. There was a time and no, I want to take, go back to the resort, but instead of go to your happy place, they always make it, they always make it space instead of time. Okay. What about go to your happy mm. time? What about, mm. so, so the intersection of time and space is what they need to go. So for example, if a meditation had led me to the hallway during a movie, see what I'm saying? Where it, it's always a, it's always a location. They think location right. will automatically relax. What if it's no, it's 4 PM on a Monday afternoon after school. Okay. It's raining. <laughs> You're, by the way, this is working. Go. And you're at yeah. home, okay? And you put something, you like, you make a little soup or something. You just heat it up, okay? And it, it's heating up and you're deciding what movie you're going to pluck off the shelf, all right? Oh, fuck. And put it in and uh, the rain is on the roof. Oh, my God. 
And, oh, and oh, and there's it's it's gray. No school tomorrow. Then there's the neon of the microwave light. That's always been huge for me. Yeah. The neon of the of the because I don't even want to say it's no school tomorrow. No, no, you're right. That That's too easy. Because that's too extreme. Oh, no, yeah. It's more it's that just, you haven't hit the point where tomorrow feels like it's crushing you. Yeah, that's beautiful, Jacqueline. God, you're hungry. I was going to say, because for me, mm. one of my for me, it's like I, as you know, love showering. <laughs> yes. And so for me, it's like my favorite time alone is I like to shower and anoint oneself with oils, right. And prepare for like a dinner. So my joyful thing is I'm completely Mm. alone and I have an hour and a half to take a luxurious shower Mm. and the reservation Mm. is made. And like, I'm getting ready to go to dinner. I mean, that is just no, no, no. Well, and, and the, I, the piece of that. No, no. Yes, it's funny you say that because I went into this episode of Poog. I put in an order for some Mexican food to get delivered. Okay, and I was like, oh my god. I said to Chris, this is going to be really big for Poog because I'm going to be in the state <laughs> of my absolute happiest, which is when food is on the way. I yes, when the order is, has been decided upon. Yeah. Okay, and it's on the way. And just I was hoping there'd even be the buzz, like the ecstasy of being held in that space. Oh, but the absolute greatest feeling. And I haven't spent that much time in resorts. You know, I haven't done a thousand oh, me neither. of I've those vacations one. at all. Yeah. So like, I'm really, I'm not, I'm not ready even for the like sophisticated vacation. Like I'm not bored of a resort. Like I'm not like, oh, like, I want to be locked within the walls. <laughs> I want to be locked within the walls. But one of the best feelings in the world, I think time space wise is after a day in the sun or particularly beach or swimming and taking a shower okay for dinner yeah wet oh hair oh my god with her on your back slipping into something comfortable and heading off starving mm. oh my god and then oh wow yeah i need to have that with you or i'll die and then night falls oh an ac in a resort i had it in the, in this place i'm staying like like an apartment building where i walked in the lobby it was so the so cold yeah extreme ac yeah that, that is achieved in hotels Oh, wow. I know. How do they do that? How do they do it? A lot of suffering. Yeah. Um, Oh, Mike White, you're saying, I haven't watched White Lotus yet because I had to finish up the Mike White season of Survivor. You know, he goes on as a contestant. I want to say, I still can't believe that. Mike White, a hero of mine, absolutely an icon of mine. Yes. I say that as though... It's like, of course, sure. one of the greatest. But um, I cannot believe he was on Survivor. It's the, it's the coolest and thing I've ever heard. I've, I've there's never an, seen there's Survivor. A, there's a Carrie Batten interview in New Yorker with him about Who's it. Who's that? Oh, oh, oh uh, the writer. And um, yeah, and uh, like like a couple of weeks ago, I think it came out and it's all about that. It's about White Lotus, but also about Survivor. And um, he's so fabulous because he's just like, it's like people probably think it's ironic, right? You going on it and whatever. And he's like... It is not ironic. It is not yes. ironic. He says it How twice. How dare you? How dare yeah. you? He's like, it's like my favorite show. Oh. And like, I want to compete on it. And he's like, people, you people want Oscars. I want to win Survivor. And I'm like, this, I mean, he's you know that that best. calls me because I love like, I'm always delighted by that sort of thing. You know, Biggest Loser is big for me. Oh, I would weep. Never saw And the health problems would go away. I want to watch, I'd love to do watch season one of Survivor, of, uh, of Biggest Loser with you. OK, because it's like I remember, like, you know, they have the family visit and there's all sorts of issues with that show. I'm really not interested yeah, in comments course, about, course. you know, it's unhealthy. OK, blah, blah, blah. We okay? know it's absolutely hell. it's horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, OK, we're talking about yeah. this as a TV show at the moment. OK, so the family members like visit halfway through. It's one of those. It's rain wet. Of course, it's. Yeah, you know, it's rain, yeah. you know, whatever. It, yeah, it's just like it's like the family members show up and, you know, the people have shed pounds or whatever. And I just remember this one guy was like talking to his wife and she's like the blood pressure. He's like. 
back to normal. She's like, the back pain? He's like, gone. She's like, the knee issue? Gone. He just keeps saying gone about these various health things that were related. And it's just snobbery around reality TV is uh, is an absolute humiliation of of the intellect. Yeah. The snobbery. Those who insist inherently. I mean, I, you know, I, I uh, will wrap it up. But I, I, I said something somewhere and it was someone quoted on Twitter where I said, like, you know, uh, about Long Island Medium, like, like, oh, you, you, you doubt my intelligence because I enjoy the show Long Island Medium. Like, I was like, excuse me, you don't know on what level I'm engaging with that show intellectually. You right, know, it's right, not just right, like the thing I'm looking at. And then someone commented like, um, oh, and I like retweeted it and was just like, I stand by this. If this is like the only thing I'm ever quoted as saying, like, I'm like pleased with it, something stupid like that. And yeah. then like someone comments like, I think Descartes said the same thing about a pile of dog shit. And I was like, I, wa- I didn't reply, but I wanted to be like, yeah, and he'd be smart too. Like, yeah, yeah. Descartes could look at a pile of dog shit and think something intelligent. Yeah. Joke's on you. Unless maybe they were calling me Descartes. I don't know. I think they were calling you Descartes, babe. Really? Yeah. It's like when that person yelled nice set at me after a show and I thought they meant my tits. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? Why don't you respect me as a comedian? Oh, my God. That is amazing. What a joy. What a joy. Well, that was absolutely. (laughs) But again, this is like the conversation about the movie theater and everything was yeah. so inspiring to me that I was like, I think I might go cry now. Like I was, I was yes. like, and I needed to carry in. And I just, anyway, even that was a form of clinging that I want to start to release. Like, I don't need to now be like, and now I'm going to go cry. Like I yes. want to continue the feeling totally. of this, but guess what? We remain friends <laughs> and we will have more conversations. There's nothing to cling to. There's nothing. We're safe. And now I'm, I mean, again, I'm clinging to the resort. I'm clinging to the future resort and I'm just going to hope for it and let it wash away much like the sand, much like the waves on the beach that we will be sitting on. Oh, yes. Okay. We're going and, and dead serious. We expect offers within the week. Offers. Within the week. <laughs> okay. They, if they come later, they're, they're, we'll, we'll turn them down. <laughs> By the way, I want to go far. I want an 11 hour flight, bitch. Yes. 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 All right. Goodbye. That was Poog. If you enjoyed Poog, Please subscribe, rate, and review. If not, we will press charges. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week, we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.